Hey everyone, welcome to B2B Better, the podcast that helps companies rethink the status quo on how they win new business. My name is Jason Bradwell, and I help B2B companies refocus their marketing towards generating revenue. Every week on the show, I sit down with experts to understand how marketing and sales is broken in their industry and what they're doing to fix it. Here we go. Today, you're listening to a special series under the B2B Better umbrella called Breaking B2B, which showcases creative marketing and sales campaigns executed by people in the trenches, actually doing the work, all in 10 minutes or less. These bite-sized interviews are designed to give anyone feeling stuck in a creative rut a jolt of inspiration on how to hit your goals and look good while doing it. So yeah, my name is uh, Jeffrey Mack, uh, currently a VP of marketing uh, at a software company called Agility PR Solutions. So we create amazing software for PR and communications professionals. Um, I like to say that we are the platform for PR. Uh, prior to my time at Agility, I spent uh, some stints at other software companies like Isom's, which is in the HR tech space, pretty large company owned by Vista Equity. And uh, before that had a, a few different tours of duty at LinkedIn, uh, where I headed up uh, ABM for global strategic accounts, uh, amongst other things. Um, so I've been in software for a bit, been in demand gen for a bit, been in ABM for a bit. I feel like I've been in a lot of things for a bit, but that's a little bit about me. So Jeffrey's time at LinkedIn is what we're here to talk about today. Uh, during his time there, he led this amazing account-based marketing ABM campaign that had an awesome direct mail component. I don't know how much direct mail marketing uh, materials you get through the post. I get quite a lot. Most of it is, excuse my French, shit. Uh, but Jeffrey did not let that happen under his watch. Here he is explaining the campaign in detail and uh, the results that they managed to generate off the back of it. Yeah, so it was actually a really interesting uh, campaign. Um, I was just starting my second go around at LinkedIn uh, where I was working in the LinkedIn talent solutions part of the business. So the the part of the business for recruiters and, and solutions around HR and things of that sort. And I think I was probably a week or two weeks, maybe three weeks into the to the role when my manager came to me and said, hey, we're going to be uh, doing this campaign. We're launching a new product called LinkedIn Talent Insights. It's a, an insights and data-driven product for, for recruiting and talent acquisition. Um, you're going to run the part of that project or the, the campaign that's going to be targeting our global strategic accounts. So I said, oh, awesome, cool. I love product launches. Those are really fun. Uh, and then she said, uh, by the way, I've already promised that this is going to be a direct mail campaign. And I also threw in the word ABM. So go. So I, I actually, prior to that moment, was not a fan of direct mail. I thought it was pretty passe and a little bit antiquated, but the promises had already been made. So I decided if I was going to have to, you know, launch a direct mail ABM campaign targeting global strategic accounts for a data an insights product, I, I might as well do the best that I can to make it original and slightly fun. Um, so the good news is we had a healthy budget, so that always helps. And what we decided to do is do a direct mail campaign that was very much inspired by Taylor Swift, um, which is actually timely and relevant. But what I mean by that is I had actually probably, I don't know, a few weeks ago, a few weeks prior to this campaign, maybe a month or so, uh, before I bought tickets for a Taylor Swift concert and accidentally purchased the the VIP ticket package. Um, so when I got the tickets, they were actually delivered in a really nice branded box that was filled with a bunch of goodies. So I open up the box, there's a video player, I get a personalized, hey, thank you, yada yada from Taylor Swift. There was a CD in it, there was a booklet, I think some interactive light lanyard and things like that. 
So I said, well, that's a pretty cool experience. What if we translate this, you know, consumer experience that Taylor Swift had had bestowed upon her Swifties and let's create a B2B experience um, along the same lines that's going to introduce and launch this new product. So we basically created a, a really nice, you know, branded box filled with goodies um, that would put the data and insights uh, a company would receive from the Talent Insights product front and center. So when somebody actually received the box, um, they would open it up and they would be greeted by a video that was our LinkedIn product launch video. And then inside the box were a few different things. There was a, a few different case studies uh, that fit really nicely in there. There was a personalized letter from sales leadership. And there was an old school Viewmaster toy. And I don't know if, if you're familiar with what a Viewmaster toy is, probably dating myself, but it's essentially this plastic sort of goggle type toy where you would stick a, a, a little paper disc inside and in the disc would be, I believe, six images. And if you were really fancy, they'd be 3D. Um, so we had this in there, but we didn't want to just, you know, put irrelevant stuff in the disc. We wanted to make it relevant and again, lead with data. So what we did to sort of integrate the ABM component uh, or part of the campaign is we actually used the product that we were launching to take a few key insights or a few key data points for the accounts or the industries that were out there. So what I did is our global strategic account segment was comprised of around 250 accounts. So we said, hey, these are the, the top 25 accounts and these are gonna be like the, the, the big companies out there. So the Googles, the Amazons, uh, the Facebooks, the Apples. And we had 25 that we set apart. For those 25 accounts, we got specific data and insights that were relevant or accessed from our tool for those accounts. So for Amazon, as an example, when they put the little disc in, you know, there was things like, hey, you're hiring for machine learning experts. Guess what? There's an untapped market of machine learning experts in Miami, Florida, right? Or things like, hey, you're losing a lot of your talent to the following three companies. So each little image in the in the disc was relevant exactly uh, to, to Amazon. But um, we put those in the in the box. We we shipped out to the decision makers. So the nice thing about it, LinkedIn is they have a lot of great data. So we were able to easily build a segment of recipients that were decision makers or influencers at those accounts. We we shipped it out, and lo and behold, not only did it drive tremendous pipeline, it drove tremendous revenue. Um, we were looking at probably a five x uh, ROI on the on the project on the campaign. And I'd say the thing that was even I don't want to say more important because revenue is always important. But the thing that I thought was really interesting is in addition to driving revenue, we actually drove a lot of feedback from the recipients of the campaign saying that it was some of the coolest marketing um, that they've ever seen. And, you know, that made me as a marketer feel great. Um, I have to give a shout out to, to my colleague Lance because Lance was sort of my right hand man in producing this campaign. But, you know, if you drive revenue and you also get the accolades from the people that are receiving the marketing uh, it's a great feeling and we've even gone so far where our head of marketing um, highlighted that campaign as just being truly innovative so that, that's the campaign super cool kind of easy you're taking something as boring as direct mail you're kicking it up a notch uh thanks to the inspiration of, of taylor swift and you're you're generating you know seven figures of income to round off the interview i asked jeff what he would do differently if he was leading the campaign again yeah i and it's funny that you asked that because we've had a lot of meetings in the past about what we would do differently um i think there's a fine line between doing something that's truly amazing remarkable 
uh, and personalized and then actually having to execute upon it, right? So for this specific, we probably took on, on more than we were expecting to take on with this hyper-personalization of custom insights and data for these top 25 accounts and then industry data for the next 225 probably would have just simplified the amount of personalization um, in this specific campaign because it, it definitely took a toll on on all of us that were working on it to ensure a that we had all the data that we needed b that we actually shipped the correct versions of the direct mail to the right accounts because you don't want to send you know facebook's insights to you know twitter um so there was just a lot logistically um that was really difficult so i definitely would say simplify you can still you know surprise and delight people without you know having to tear your, your hair out and, and making things overly complex so i think simplification is always good and that's it for this episode of b2b better if you found it useful please give me a rating and a review on your podcast platform of choice it means a lot to a growing show like mine also, why not sign up to my newsletter, The B2B Byte, where I share actionable frameworks and strategies on how to market your B2B business every week. And if you need support building, running, or refining your B2B marketing approach, hit me up on LinkedIn or Twitter to set up a free 30-minute diagnosis call, and we'll review your strategy, and I'll give you some personalized advice. All links in the description of this episode. See you next time.